Hey guys, so we actually just, we're filming this intro after we just filmed one of the best interviews we've had. So stay past five minutes and watch it because you'll love it and you'll get a lot of insight. Oh yeah, I'm, I want to start by saying thank you to Nick, our guest. It was an amazing interview and wow, I've learned so much from that and you will too. And the other thing is um, last week uh, we published our 10th podcast episode, huge milestone. Yeah and you know <laughs> 100 130 <laughs> views and that's that's great progress that's from really like good. where we started about like 20 views yeah that's and that just shows that we're getting great support thanks to everybody for sticking with us and there's gonna be so many great things to come like um you know like what we've seen in the past week in sports so let's transition <laughs> into our weekly recap really smooth transition oh my goodness okay um last sunday the miami dolphins um, continued their amazing winning start to the season by beating the Buffalo Bills 21 to 19. And well, the Bills had pre previously won their past two games against the Rams and the Tennessee Titans. Um, the Eagles, on the other hand, they established their dominance against the Washington Commanders um, in a 24 to dominance. Yeah, 24 to 8 win. You've been reading a lot lately? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, new vocab. Um, Wait, I, I knew the word dominance from before. Okay, you just getting a little fancy with the words. So. Okay, the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs lost against Indianapolis Colts 17-20 um, to 20, as the Colts secured uh, their win with a touchdown with only 24 seconds to go. And then they followed the touchdown by inter with an interception to a pass by Patrick Mahomes. It have been better if it were like 25 or like 15, but... Okay, tennis. Um, not very familiar with tennis, but Roger Federer announced his that's right, right? Federer yeah. announced his retirement at 41 years of age, which correct me if I'm wrong, that is quite late for somebody in tennis, correct? Yeah, in uh, any sport. In general, yes. Um, during his illustrious career, Federer claimed 20 Grand Slam victories and finished as the year end number one five times. Is that impressive? It's really impressive. Okay, that's really impressive. He's he's like in the GOAT debate with Nadal and Djokovic. And Federer, like I remember, I was like four years old, and I knew who he was already. I, really? He was he was like playing tennis. My parents like watched him um, play like on the TV all the time, and yeah, he's he's had a huge impact on the sports. He he's been like a a great role model for everybody in, in the sport industry. He's he's like a good person. Well, I don't know him personally, but but he seems like a good person. Yeah. Um, and he's he's humble, and he also has like great sportsmanship. Um, hmm. yeah. So we beat. A Russian athlete. That was it. Was a Russian last name, right? Who? Whoever you said he beat. Uh, no, no, no. He always played against Djokovic and Nadal. Like. Oh, Djokovic. So, what is it? He's from Serbia. And, and oh, Nadal I was gonna Spain. say beating a Russian athlete is pretty impressive because they're all super jacked up on hormones. <laughs> anyway, um, his last his last game was a doubles match in which he shared the court with his longtime rival on the court and friend off the court, Rafael Nadal. This match included a heartwarming ceremony that saw both Federer and Nadal shed tears as a glorious era for tennis came to an end with their retirements. Well, thankfully, Nadal is still playing for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nadal is still playing for a while. He he's had so many injuries, but he he's still amazing. Federer mm -hmm. got injured like recently, and like injury and, kind of and injury? lack of playing. It was like in the leg. This is a quiz right now. What kind I of think injury? it was a knee injury. TikTok. Oh, okay. Um. 
and and when you're 41 you get injured it's normally career ending yeah and he was he was not at like his highest level still but he was still like an icon in the sport and you know same year that that Serena Williams retired so it's an end of an era for men's and women's tennis right and if there was like an onion in front of me I might have shed like one or two tears but it was actually like heartwarming like I normally don't don't cry for this stuff I don't cry but it was heartwarming just seeing it's okay to cry for all of the school sport management men out there it's okay I'm here well, the point it's is, like it was it was really heartwarming just seeing like Nadal and Federer, who were like rivals for so many years, just like sharing the court. Both of them like standing there, like oh, he, they were they were like holding hands and crying. It was it was like Aww. like a like a heartwarming moment because those are like the two greatest like tennis athletes in the past like twenty years, and I'll to see them the like right here. I mean, oh yeah, we're gonna clip the moment there. Hopefully. Um. And yeah, now uh, the international break is over. I'm so happy about that. Like soccer, it's it's amazing, but club soccer is so much better than international soccer, except the World Cup, which is coming in November. Um, in the UEFA Nations League, Croatia, Spain, Italy, and the Netherlands book their spot in the tournament finals for the UEFA Nations League. It's gonna be held next June, so June, 2023. England suffered relegation to League B after really bad display in the group of death they won zero out of five games um in the competition and they looked shaky right before the world cup and harry Maguire was terrible still like he's going to be the scapegoat for england for so many years to come um denmark achieved a second consecutive win against world cup holders france with goals by gaspar dolberg and andreas kobolsen it's I'm really happy because I really don't like the France national team. They're so overpowered, Why? spoiled with talent. They're spoiled with talent and, and they're so arrogant. They do like dances when they celebrate. Actually, yeah, France gives me that vibe. Yeah. Are you studying abroad there? No. I don't know. We're still deciding where we're going to study abroad. Get ready for that series. That's going to be crazy. Um, are, are we going to do like a poll, like decide where we're studying yeah. abroad? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Um, and then the U.S. men's national team drew their last match before the World Cup 0-0 against Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Um, the last time they won away from home was one year ago against Honduras. So it's not looking too bright for Americans before the World Cup. Has it ever? Well, I don't know. better than right now, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's um, that's like our weekly recap. When the NBA starts, we're going to start covering some basketball content, too. And yeah, look out for the next episode. And yeah, right now we're we're gonna transition into the interview section and you're gonna love it. You're gonna learn so much. Okay, see ya. That was quick. Well, we're back guys. Um, and we're happy to have Nick Mann, Associate Vice President of Sales at the New England Revolution with us. Nick, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So, um, Nick is a former UMass alum. Well, he is a UMass alum, and he was he graduated in two thousand one, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, he's gonna let us in. He's gonna let us into the world of sales and and teach us the ins and outs of what he does every day. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, first question right off the bat, just um, very normal. What has your career path been, and how have you gotten to this point? Yeah, so I grew up in Belchertown right next to you guys out there in Amherst. Um, and when I got out of school, 
at UMass. I always grew up a Laker fan and the idea was to eventually move out. Like I wanted to move out to LA. So right out of school, I got a job at the galaxy at the LA galaxy from major league soccer doing entry-level ticket sales, kind of what a lot of people will do um, really early in the league. Um, at that point, probably had 10 teams, you know, we're close to 30 now. Um, so I worked there for eight years. I went out to LA. I worked for the galaxy for eight years um, in a bunch of different aspects of ticketing. So I started as an entry-level ticket salesperson. I did some youth soccer sales, some youth soccer ticketing sales, um, and then managed the youth soccer team, managed the group's team, um, and then had an opportunity to go to another team in the league, Chivas USA, that played out of the same facility in LA. I spent two years there, um, which was interesting. I was the director of sales there. It was a challenging team, kind of a, a challenging time there, but a really interesting um, time in my career. Um, from there, I actually moved to San Antonio. I did a couple of years at the San Antonio Spurs, managing the ticket sales team down there. So for the Spurs, um, we focused on them mainly, but also they had a hockey team, the Rampage, the Stars, the WNBA team, 